Well, hey there, beautiful, and welcome back. This is episode 37 of the Ignite Her Soul podcast. Happy Monday. Hope your week has gotten off to an amazing start. I'm so happy that you are here joining me right now. And all I'm going to say is I'm warning you in advance that this is going to be a spicy episode. So grab your Bible, your journal, and your beverage of choice. And let's do this. Hey there, beautiful, and welcome to the Ignite Her Soul podcast. Do you have a big dream, a desire that you're certain God has placed in your heart? Do you see others who are crushing it in their business and their life, yet nothing seems to be working out for you? Do you have a deep desire for God to use your life and your business to impact the kingdom for his glory, yet you can't seem to figure out why you keep doing the things you don't want to do and you don't do the things that you really do want to do? Do you feel like God is nudging you to make a difference with your life, yet you sit and stew in doubt, fear, and unbelief, afraid to take that first step, feeling that if you just take one more course, read one more book, or attend one more seminar, then you'll be ready? If we haven't met yet, I'm Betsy, daughter of the king, wife, mom, BB, serial entrepreneur, and certified neuroscience life coach. And I get where you are because I was totally there for years, actually. The inner conflict tore me apart and totally wrecked my health. I knew I needed help, but I had no idea where to start. Then God showed me the way, and now my mission in life is helping kingdom women uncover the blocks that are keeping them from their calling, create wild success in their business in every area of their life, so they can truly impact the world for God's glory, utilizing a whole lot of tough love, biblical strategies, and brain science to help you master your mindset and heal your soul. So you can totally squash doubt, fear, procrastination, and overwhelm, and rewire your brain to work for you instead of against you. My friend, it's time to ignite, because the world needs you now more than ever to become her, so you can do what God's calling you to do. So let's get started. Oh, and make sure you grab your journal, because you're going to want to take notes. So I'm curious. How many times throughout your life have you heard someone say, don't get your hopes up? Or better yet, how many times have you actually said that to yourself or someone else? Don't get your hopes up. Proverbs 13, 12 says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. So what does that actually mean? Something deferred is put off, delayed, or suspended. And the longer a person goes without seeing their hope realized, the more likely they are to become discouraged. But seeing your hopes coming to pass is actually uplifting, right? So is there something that you once hoped for that you've given up on that is maybe causing discouragement or apathy in your life right now? Is there something that you've allowed the enemy to talk you out of because you have believed for so long and you haven't seen it come to fruition that you've just given up? You know, I see so many Christian women right now that are burned out, exhausted, overwhelmed, struggling, questioning everything because there's so much uncertainty in the world right now. And I truly believe that it has people just flat worn out. I feel like if I was on live video right now and I asked you to raise your hand or drop in the comments if that was you, like everyone would raise their hand right now. Because I know that it's something that I have to manage my mind around on the daily. The spirit of hopelessness is rampant right now. 
And I'm just really grateful that I take the time to do the inner work daily, sometimes multiple times a day. So I am hyper aware of how I feel. So I can take my thoughts captive, I can manage my emotions, and I can change anything that needs to be changed. And that includes casting out demons like hopelessness. Huh? Yes. We as Christians cannot be possessed by demons. But we can have strongholds. We can be oppressed by them. And the spirit of hopelessness will steal your dreams and your destiny and every area of your life if you don't kick it out. Let's face it. It seems like every day something new and crazy and ridiculous is happening, right? I mean, sometimes I wake up in the morning and I'm like, I don't even want to look at social media. The spiritual warfare is at an all-time high. Demonic influence is everywhere. And even though we really want to believe that the Lord's going to come through for us, I feel like a lot of people are feeling hopeless right now that things can really change. And my mission for this episode today is to ignite that hope back in you. And I want to read a scripture and it's Hebrews 6.19. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And that entire chapter goes on to talk about all the heroes of faith in the Bible. And Hebrews 11 is a really great read right now if you are feeling a little hopeless. But I want you to notice that it says faith is the substance of things hoped for. Meaning, without hope, there's no faith. Hope is the blueprint of faith. It is not wishful thinking. It is earnest, confident expectation of God's word that we have sown into our hearts that we are expecting to see manifest in our life. And don't go all woo-woo on me with the word manifest, okay? All that means is come to fruition, okay? Faith is the spiritual force, the power that reaches into the unseen realm of what we're hoping for, and it brings it into fruition into the natural realm, natural realm where we can see it. And our words are the containers to release our faith. God's word spoken in faith out of our mouth releases spiritual power. Psalm 103.20 tells us that angels hearken to the voice of the Lord. When we speak God's word out of our mouth, guys, the angels hearken unto the voice of those words. But when we speak things contrary to the word, the angels have nothing to carry out because they only respond to God's word. So if your prayers aren't getting answered, you might want to check what's coming out of your mouth and then be very, very diligent to take your thoughts captive because you can't say anything out of your mouth without first thinking it. It's impossible. Proverbs 18.21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, meaning our words are powerful and they can either bring death or life into a situation. I'm sure you probably remember growing up saying, Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. Well, nothing could actually be further from the truth. Because all of the words that have been spoken over your life, especially the words that were spoken over you before you were seven years old, are now running 90% of your day every single day. And I'm going to say that again. All of the words that have been spoken over you in your life, especially the words that were spoken over you before you were seven years old, are now running 90% of your day 
every single day. Those are the automations and the stories that you keep telling yourself because of words that were spoken over you as a child. So if you think there's not power in your words, then I want you to ask yourself, why do you keep doing the things that you don't want to do? And why do you not do the things that you really do want to do? Again, it goes back to the words that were spoken over you as a child and the automations that you are running because of them. And if you have a hard time figuring out what this is, shoot me a DM on Instagram and I will be more than happy to give you a tip that can help you. And I think I probably just got off on a tangent there, but God is the one who spoke the world into existence with his words of faith. He spoke into the darkness and he said, let there be light. And the spirit of the Lord was hovering and he took the substance of God's faith, the words that were coming out of his mouth, and he formed the physical world into existence. So if you think your words don't matter, please, please, please go back and read Genesis 1. Because the same spirit that created the universe and raised Jesus from the dead dwells inside of you. And you have that same power coming out of your mouth. But remember, that creative power can work for you or it can work against you. Depending on what it is that you're saying. We have the same creative power because we are created in the image of God. And he fully intends for us as spirit-filled believers to use the faith that he's given us to have dominion over every single circumstance in our life. And that includes hopelessness. Because God also says without faith it's impossible to please him. And that's Hebrews 11.6. Remember, when Peter was, was walking on the water after Jesus said, Come. Jesus didn't rebuke Peter because he had a desire to walk on the water. He rebuked him for his lack of faith. When he looked at the waves and the wind, and instead of keeping his focus on Jesus, his faith waned. And he started to sink. The only way that we will be victorious believers in this lifetime is, we, is if we have the kind of faith that dares to step out of the boat and walk on the water to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to cast out devils, and all the things that he told us that we're supposed to be doing in the Great Commission. That's the reason why the church right now has no power, except for the remnant that is rising. Because we build all of these huge buildings where we have all these feel-good pastors and feel-good services that are more like motivational speakers that tickle our ears like it says in 2 Timothy 4. We don't confront or even talk about the things that are actually going on in the world because, oh my goodness, we might offend someone. And yet our fear of offending them has them on the highway to hell because of their sin. There's no doubt about it that America has lost its way. Christians have lost their way because we are putting our hope in celebrity pastors. And don't even get me started on that oxymoron. Instead of putting our hope in God and his word and his power that lives inside of us. So the church has no power because pastors are way too concerned about keeping butts in the seat instead of actually shepherding the people that God has entrusted them with. And that's why what's going on in the world is going on in the world because the church has been quiet for way too many years. And the enemy loves it. I mean, think about it. If we as Christians were a fraction as bold for Jesus as Luciferians are for the devil, we wouldn't be in this mess, right? And the devil knows it. And right now, a major strategy he has is in going after your hope. 
because he knows if he can get you in a state of hopelessness, then your faith won't be able to stand. Because as I said earlier, hope is the blueprint of faith. When my husband and I were in Maine several years ago, we visited this really cool lighthouse and there was this ginormous anchor there. I mean, it was way bigger than me. And when I read the scripture in Hebrews 6.19 that says we have this hope as an anchor for the soul firm and secure, it makes me think about that huge anchor and just how important it is for us to keep our hope, our trust in God and his goodness and not the things of this world. You know, there's always going to be something trying to get you to pull that anchor up, right? To let go of that hope, bad breaks, delays, disappointments, loss, betrayal. In these crazy times that we are facing today, when life absolutely doesn't make any sense most days, when you don't see your prayers being answered as quickly as you like, and you just can't see a light at the end of the tunnel, it is so easy for us to be tempted to pull that anchor up or to just let it go altogether. But I'm here to encourage you, friend. Please, please don't. Keep your anchor down. Keep your hope in God because he will make things happen that you could never, ever make happen on your own. The Bible says when you have your hope in him, you will never be disappointed. And I can assure you, you will have temporary setbacks. Lots of them. That's called life. But when it's all over with the shouting, when the fat lady sings, (laughs) we win. But if and only if, you keep your hope in him and you never ever give up. God has given us his word, his spirit, his name, and his weapons to stay in faith and overcome every obstacle that we face and to step into the calling that he has for us and to be fruitful for the kingdom, to step out of lack, out of scarcity, out of hopelessness and be fruitful for the kingdom. Hopelessness is a spirit and it needs to be cast out and you have that authority to cast it out in the name of Jesus. Because without hope, there is no faith. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. So don't ever let anybody tell you to not get your hopes up. Because without hope, you'll never have the faith to get out of the boat and fulfill the call of God for your life. So I hope this was helpful for you. And if you feel like you have been in a state of hopelessness for a long period of time, like you just feel heavy, all day, every day, I suggest that you pray and you ask Holy Spirit if it's a stronghold, if it's something demonic. And if so, Derek Prince is an amazing resource for deliverance. And I will link his video in the show notes. Um, I suggest that you watch the video first and take notes so that you get an understanding of what deliverance is all about. It's not like freaky or weird. It's, it's like, it's like legit and real and it, is something that all Christians need. I've been through deliverance and I suggest all of my clients go through it. And the difference in their countenance afterwards is like night and day. And for me, it was life-changing. So again, I will link in the show notes. If you have any questions about it, feel free to hit me up in the DMs on Instagram and I'm happy, happy to help you in any way that I can. So thanks so much for hanging out with me today. And You know the drill by now. (laughs) If you got value, I would really, really appreciate it if you would share this with a friend, a family member, a teammate, anyone that you feel needs to hear this. And also, if you have a topic that you'd like for me to cover here on the podcast, please feel free to shoot me a DM and I will do my best to cover it for you. 
Holy Spirit, we ask that you come and fill us now. Give us strength for the battle and endurance to seek your will. Graciously release your gifts of faith, hope, and love, discernment, and praise. Help us to pick up the sword of the Spirit, to cut down and clear away that is anything that is not of you. In Jesus' name, amen. And that wraps up another episode of the Ignite Her Soul podcast. My mission is to help you eliminate any and all mindset blocks and soul wounds that are standing in your way so that you can confidently and courageously step into the call of God for your life and set the world on fire for His glory. I really hope you loved today's episode and that it challenged you or blessed you in some way. If so, please share this with a friend you think might benefit. And I would be forever grateful if you could take 30 seconds and leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. That way I know you're liking the show. I'm so grateful for you and I would love to hear from you. Come connect with me in the DMs over on Instagram at Betsy Crony or shoot me an email at ignitehersoul at gmail.com. I look forward to meeting you back here real soon for the next episode of the Ignite Her Soul podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a beautiful day and God bless.